podcast is part of the Podcast Your Scene Network. Visit us at www.podcastyourscene.com. Hey, it's Bill. You're tuned in to episode number 52 of Three Questions in a Song, the podcast where the title tells you exactly what's going to happen, except for when it doesn't. With me tonight is Den Man from Rod Wilkins and the LOC Band. At least that's who we're going to talk about tonight. <laughs> um, but let's start there. That's not even going to be a question. Why don't you mention the, your, your band situation? Okay. Yeah, very good. Um, we started not too long ago, actually, probably August of 2019. And we didn't really start as a band that was going to play out. Uh, Rod Wilkins had made a CD called Out of My Head and had a bunch of songs that he had written. And it's a mix of all kind of different music. So there's a little bit of pop punk. There's some heavy metal, some rock. There's one kind of countryish song on there. So it's kind of an interesting mix. And he needed a band for a TV show, um, a local TV show called Music Talks, okay. Armstrong Table. Okay. So he recruited us. I ended up being in his band and we did that TV show. And we kind of just, everybody hit it off. We had a blast. So we started playing out in December of 2019. We ended up um, headlining Yinsmiss at uh, Mr. Smalls. And then we got a really good gig. We opened up for the Tubes out of Jurgles last January of 2020. And we were going to have a big show with um, Lynch Mob in March but then COVID hit and kind of took its toll. We ended up losing a couple members. We got one back, got a bass player. When, when you say losing, you mean they left the band? They quit, right. yeah. Okay, just to they clarify. <laughs> definitely. Yeah, they just felt like there was nothing to work towards. And, you know, and we knew it was going to come around sooner or later. But we ended up getting a bass player, so we shuffled the lineup a little bit. Um, and I am now the full-time guitarist. Um, it was me and another guy sh um, sharing the lead guitar duties, but now I'm probably just going to become the full-time guitarist. Uh, Rod's going to probably play acoustic guitar and, you know, have the luxury of putting the guitar down and just sing. So we do have a show coming up in June uh, at the Yacht Rally, uh, River Rally, so that's going to be good for us. And, you know, we're doing a couple interesting things um, now. We've been practicing. And um, so we're in, we're in a pretty good shape now. And I think uh, if things start opening up, we'll be able to, you know, get our momentum back and hopefully get back on track. Um, I, I do want to throw out there just because the ability to cross promote here for a moment. Um, mm hmm you also play bass in another band that happens to be my guest on my other podcast. Um, do you want to yes. mention that? Yes. These, these guys the are saving called... me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the band is called the wire riots. And the interesting thing about that, that band is my son was actually their bass player. Oh. And Adam. Yeah. So actually how it all started, Adam had everybody in his band quit at the same time and he had two shows coming up he actually reached out to jonna and first angel media asking for 
um, people to play with. And I think uh, Jonna ended up getting a few people for him. I listened to their stuff, and then I was like, I don't know if I have time to do this. So my son, who is a phenomenal musician, um, he joined up as their bass player. And while he was here with them, they uh, recorded a CD. And then he moved to Kentucky. So um, I ended up becoming their bass player, and I had to learn all my son's bass parts, <laughs> which is kind of interesting. But the Wire Rides were doing some interesting stuff. So uh, that album is being finished, and I think Adam might have told you, and it's coming out soon. In fact, we're looking to do a, a CD release show, I think, at the end of May, and um, we'll release that CD. But we've also been writing music for the next album. So it'll be an interesting situation where my son will get credit on the first CD and I'll get credit on the second CD. So like a reverse legacy thing going on. There. Yeah. Reverse <laughs> legacy. Exactly. It's kind of interesting. <laughs> All right, so if you want to listen to Adam's interview, that is on the Pennsylvania rock show. Um, that'll be uh, airing on Friday, the fifth, um, so buildtoscene.com, you can hear that if you're listening to this, three okay. questions in a song. And I think I mentioned it on that episode too, so we get some cross-promotion going there. All right, so, very nice. Yeah. So what, what I didn't tell you about this podcast is it's very, very quick-hitting, very few segues. Okay. I ask a question, you answer it, I ask the next question. Unless, of course, okay. I can't think of a question, then you have some time to think. <laughs> okay. Um, Ready. So... The first question I am going to ask you is tell me an embarrassing story that happened in the Rod Wilkins and the LOC band, but it can't be, wait, it can't be something that you did. It has to be something that someone else did that embarrassed you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I really don't get embarrassed easy, but. Our old bass player, we called him Fancy Mike. And Fancy Mike was named Fancy Mike because he said that him and his wife would do things and they would do it fancy style. (laughs) And (laughs) there were a lot of times where he would actually imitate the fancy style while we were at gigs and things like that. (laughs) So... It was kind of uh, interesting and very comical. And he always provided <laughs> entertainment like that. <laughs> um, okay, question two. Okay. Um, looking back on your career as a musician, mm-hmm. who would you say has provided you with the most support? And And this is your chance to... You know, throw some thank yous out there. Yeah. So I do I do have a lot of good friends, close friends. Um, a lot of them are musicians. So Dave Ralston, Rod Kozakowski, who is a friend of mine, they were in a band together called uh, Promised Land. And, um, but they were probably some of the best musicians I've known um, personally that aren't like famous people. And I played with them 
for different shows, acoustic shows. We form bands for different shows. Got a lots of a lot of support from them. Um, my buddy Kevin Truman, um, Alan Adams is another guy I know who who supports me, uh, and my kids. Like my boys are musicians. My son Nico's in Kentucky now. I have a son Alex that is a phenomenal guitarist, bass player, and my son, um, my son Enzo, and my daughter Abby. I think they're they're probably like my biggest fans. So I'm thankful to my kids, and they're at my shows and they support us. This is your moment to go back to the VH1 and MTV times. And give me yeah. a storyteller's situation with the song I believe we're sharing up, Mr. Floppy. Yes, the song is called Mr. Floppy. It's on the first CD that Rod put out called Out of My Head. And it's kind of a metal rock song. It's a little bit on the darker side. What's really cool about it is there's a phenomenal use of the wah pedal for the guitar solo. Phenomenal. Um, the song is really interesting. It's called Mr. Floppy. Um, it's not really clear what it's about, but after talking to Rod, it turns out that his kids, one of them at least, had a stuffed rabbit that they called Mr. Floppy. And it was like kids get attached to things. I think it was used as kind of a torture device <laughs> for the parents. <laughs> I think... They turned it around, too, and they basically would tell him, Mr. Floppy's dead. Oh, <laughs> that is a dark song. Yeah, it's a little bit on the dark side, and uh, we're going to film a video for it as well. So because it's a rabbit, we're thinking we want it to drop closer to Easter. So we're working on that now, um, and it's going to be a very interesting, probably a little bit dark but um, it's a funny song. It's got some darkness to it, but it's kind of funny. And you'll see, like, in there, it's the conversation between the child and the parents. And, um, you know, the parents saying, it's 4.30 in the morning, Mr. Floppy's dead. And then finally they scream, it's 5.30 in the morning, get your butt back into bed. So... But yeah, it's kind of a cool song. And the concept for the video that our bass player came up with, Chris Rednick, um, it's really pretty awesome. So I cannot wait to see that. So we've been filming some of the band parts where we're playing, but I cannot wait to see what he puts in there with, uh, with all the other ideas that he has for this song. So I think everyone's going to love it. Are are you as a band doing the filming and, and the production, everything on the video or. Yes. Bring... Chris is, Chris does a lot of that work. Um, he actually loves to um, film horror movies. He writes and films horror movies. And um, this just fell right in line to him. So I think the concepts, you know, Came and I do have to give a shout out to our drummer Dan Dan Jones. And the reason why I want to is he built a studio, a recording studio. See, that was going to be my next question: where you recorded it? 
Yeah, and his son, it's his it's his studio. It's called Mackie D Studios. And it's out in Connellsville. Um, Rod recorded, and that's where we record, but we also practice out there. And it's probably the best practice facility I've ever had in my entire career. And it's such a versatile facility that that's where we're filming. And with the lighting and everything, there's the wide open spaces when we get all the instruments and the amps out of there. So it's uh, it's just a fantastic place. And Dan built it by hand. It's just incredible. So That's awesome. Yeah, it is. Does um, do they have a website for it? Because I'm building a directory on Build a Scene. I can throw it on on the directory. Yes. Yes, I can't think of it off the top of my head, but I will provide that to you. Right. And we'll yeah. we'll include that in the show notes too, so definitely can find it. Um, yeah. All right, so what we're going to do now is we're going to take a moment. We're going to listen to Mr. Floppy by the Rod Wilkins and LOC band right after you tell me what LOC stands for. It actually means nothing. (laughs) (laughs) So I think I told you we didn't have a name and we were joking around. Um, We drink lots of coffee. So that is one of the things we said, lots of coffee. Um, (laughs) Before we played the TV show, you know, everyone was kind of nervous and we're like, maybe it's lack of confidence. (laughs) Like we don't, we don't really know. So it's one of those things. There's really no particular meaning for it. It means whatever it needs to mean in that moment. (laughs) Exactly. And an interesting thing, our very first show we played out, they announced us as the LLC band. And after that, we were thinking, should we change it to LLC? Maybe that's who we are now. But I think uh, cooler heads prevailed, and we kept it as LOC win. Very yeah. Cool. All right. So we're going to listen to Mr. Floppy. We'll be right back with Den Man from the Rod Wilkins and the LOC band.
Hey, that was Mr. Floppy by Rod Wilkins and the LOC band. If you want to check them out online, you can see right down here in the video below. Um, Dan Man and I it is scrolling the Facebook address and buildthescene.com. Um, normally at this point, the last episode's guest would ask a question, but we had a glitch in the in the matrix and uh as i mentioned earlier um he he is saving me tonight by recording this podcast so sometimes we get general questions and sometimes we get real some real specific questions from the last guest and the last one was real specific and does not play well with with uh rod wilkins and the loc band because they're not from the united kingdom (laughs) we are not so you get a third oddball question from me. <laughs> you got it. Okay. So if I was flipping through a history book, which thankfully I don't teach anymore, <laughs> and I found Rod Wilkins and the LOC band in that history book, yes. why is that band in that book? Um. Why would they be in there? Um, Here's a funny thing. We all discuss one of the things that we do. We like each other a lot, right? We hang out, but we discuss some of the heavy topics of the world. So I think all of us are well-versed in politics, in um, any of the like current events and things like that. And we do just spend time talking about it. Um, I think if you found us in the history books, we would probably probably be some kind of influencers. <laughs> Maybe like in the Aristotle days and things like that. I'm I'm joking probably because you know I don't think we take ourselves that seriously or think that highly of ourselves. But I think uh, people would have loved listening to our conversations and our discussions so your your influencer comment i have i have a story i have lots of stories in case you have (laughs) so the other day i was having a conversation with jonna and okay i told her i was like listen for years you hear people talking about influencers and and i'm sitting at home going who are these influencers and what do they do i said (laughs) and then it clicked one day i'm an influencer (laughs) You are an influence. I was like, yeah. I had no idea until someone commented on one of Jonna's posts. I was like, holy, it's me. It's Jonna. We're influencers. Exactly. Yep. No idea. Like, phew. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, well, now you know. <laughs> I mean, and, and I'll admit when I do something stupid like that. <laughs> I really, I'm like, what, what do they do? Well, it, you know, and I influenced the music scene. You influenced it. We, we need to bring that up. Why don't you mention what, what you do for first angel media? Um, John is going to be mad because I probably haven't done anything for her. Um, recently. See, you didn't have to say that part. (laughs) Oh, she knows. And I know she knows, (laughs) but, um, I do write, um, I do interviews for her for first angel media. 
So, in fact, when we were talking earlier and when she first got off the ground, the first night I met John and we had a discussion, um, I did one of the first interviews with Chip and the Charge Ups before their CD came out. And I know Chip Such from way back. Such a fun band. <laughs> they are. So I know Chip from way back. Like, he used to play guitar with one of my cousins um, and things like that. But it was cool just to reach out to him, to have a conversation with him, and to put that interview out there. Chip and the Charge Ups were just starting out. No CD out, but they were... Um, it was good to get their message out and to talk about what they were going to do. So I do everything I've done for John have been interviews with other bands, other musicians, um, and things like that. So you can probably find some of my work on her on the first angel media site in the archives. <laughs> I am officially, I am the vice president over there. But unofficially, okay. unofficially, this is what I tell people my job is there. My job is to make sure the website stays working and to calm Jonna down. Yeah. That's Keep what her calm. that's what got me the VP title. Yeah. <laughs> Keep there Jonna you go. calm. <laughs> <laughs> really it was you website, are but... <laughs> the uh, you're her chief morale officer. Basically. Oh, I like that title. Yeah, there you go. Chief Morale <laughs> Officer. <laughs> All right, so I feel like I'm going to give you a bonus question. Remember at the beginning when I said it's yes. title tells you exactly what's going to happen except for when it doesn't. This is when yep. it, when it doesn't. Okay, I'm ready. All right, so I'm going to give you a question that I gave Adam. Okay. Um. So it's kind of crossing over into three questions in the song now, but every so often I post on Facebook or I email management I'm trying to get Dave Grohl to come on to one of my podcasts. Okay. And the reason is that I love that the Foo Fighters, well, when they see people holding signs and say, hey, I want to come play this song, they bring them up on stage and let them play. Right. One of my absolute favorite things is when I'm at a local show and a band will see someone from another unsigned local band and say, hey, you want to come up and play? And then I found the Foo Fighters doing basically the same thing, except blindly bringing people up. And I want to talk to him not only about his history and coming up as, you know, as an early musician and then becoming part yeah. of Nirvana and then, you know, but I want, I want to know how that started and why he's willing to take that chance. But I'm getting, yeah. in, I'm getting ignored. So, so, I tell the story about why and how, and then I have this question that I've named the Dave Grohl question, hoping that someone will hear the Dave Grohl question and say, Hey, Dave Grohl, this guy's been talking about you for three years. Why haven't you talked to him? <laughs> okay. You can't ignore it. That's right. Eventually he's going to, someone's going to tell him. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So yeah. the question is, okay. Who is your Dave Grohl? In other words, what band would you want to go up on stage with and play? Oh, I'll tell you what, there are a lot, um, but there's a band that's probably near and dear to my heart from the 80s. They were pretty big. They were called Triumph. Uh, I love Triumph. And at that point in time, I, mean, I love Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, all those 80s metal bands. But 
for some reason, Triumph, just the musicianship, they were always a, a cut above for me. So that's the band I would love to go on and play with Rick Emmett on guitar. Just do some of that stuff. Yeah, he's he would be that to me, that guy. I would say Randy Rhodes, but, you know, we know about that. So I couldn't do that. <laughs> hey, with that said, Dave, where are you? <laughs> yes, Dave. Hey, six degrees of Kevin Bacon, right? Oh, it's so- got to be six degrees of Dave Grohl. So Adam and I talked about how maybe I should contact Taylor Hawkins. Okay. Because he's a little yeah. more behind the scenes because, you know, he's the drummer of the what people consider the best drummer. So he's kind of in the yeah. shadows, so maybe he'd be willing to talk. <laughs> I bet you he would. <laughs> um coincidentally his band name, Taylor Hawkins. Yeah. His side band's name is Taylor Hawkins and the Coattail Riders. Wow. <laughs> I think that he's under um underselling himself because he is a very good drummer and I actually think he's a better singer than Dave. Really? I do. Dave, okay. I love what Dave does. That graspy like Yeah. That raspy um growly but singing. Yeah. I I can't, I'm drawn to those vocals, but I think it's Taylor it. is a much cleaner um, yeah, he is a different style. Yeah. Now, have you I, seen? Have I, uh, seen? I was going to ask you if you saw. Um, I was going to say Nirvana, but Foo Fighters live. I have not. Um, I tell you what, Dave will sing for two and a half, three hours. I don't know how he does it without losing his voice, but it's amazing. Um, there's a. I'll tell you a story off the air about a video I watched where he's telling the story, but. Um, in the meantime, the rest of you are going to hear Mr. John, the American Hill Jack Lane, tell you how you can subscribe and uh, <clears throat> find us later for other episodes. And the last thing I need from you is the question for the cult of she. Yes. You ready for it? Yep. Okay. So cult of she is, you guys are phenomenal, right? I just want to say that. And I listened to your older roulette stuff. And I thought that stuff was pretty good. But you can clearly hear like there's a maturity in the sound, right? From the roulette days to now the cult of she. And I'm wondering if that was part of the reason you guys changed the name, if that was the driving force behind that. So that's my question. So just like a chain letter, you now have to listen to next episode so you can hear their answer. I'll definitely do that. All right. This has been episode number 52. I want to thank you for hanging out with me. Thank you. And for those of you like Chris Dotson, who's hanging out in the uh, Facebook land, I want to thank you guys for hanging out as well. And uh, make sure you check us out on the first and 15th of each month. My name has been Bill is Bill. And (laughs) this has been episode number 52. We'll catch you next time on three questions and a song. This episode of Three Questions of Song has ended, but be sure to subscribe to be introduced to more on-site music from around the globe. Don't forget to rate and review the show, and we'll see you on the next episode.